0: Our Life journey series is continuing this afternoon. Across the year, we talk to several different West Australians and we track their lives and the changes that they go through. We have six life journeyers and this week we check in on Professor Ralph Martin. You might remember that the first time we spoke to Ralph, he's West Australia's uh, Australian of the Year for his work researching Alzheimer's disease and we're very grateful he can take time away from his very important work, to talk to us on Afternoons today. Hi, Professor.
1: Hello, Gillian. Lovely to speak to you.
0: Oh, lovely to speak to you too. So you've just come back. Last time we spoke to you, you were on your way back to India to talk to some other scientists in your field.
1: Exactly. I, I went to a place called Jaipur, which is uh, involved in... Um, they had a conference on sex hormones. Uh, and mainly, sex hormones are to do with other parts of the body, but the brain. But they wanted me to talk about my work on sex hormones and the brain, which was which very really received a lot of interest from from people there.
0: Yes, I bet it did. And three days there. Yes. And anything good come out of it? Oh, it
1: was it was marvellous. I mean, it, even though it was held in India, it was an international conference, so they had a lot of uh, speakers from from the US and from Europe. Uh, and, uh, and the Indians themselves had some very powerful technology that we can now uh, utilize for, for our own work on Alzheimer's. So they, they, it wasn't designed for Alzheimer's, but uh, that expertise is what we need for, for, for towards the development of our blood test. So that, that was one of the benefits. And interestingly enough, uh, there was a lady who'd come from uh, the United States who had her own foundation, and she had a huge interest in testosterone. Uh, uh, and she has now asked us to make a submission to her foundation. To support our work on testosterone, so it was just something unexpected, but <laughs> has been a very nice um, uh, win for
0: us. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, when you're a when you're a scientist and you're researching something like this, is are these sort of conferences and trips uh, what, the way you find out about new breakthroughs in research, or do you have to wait for papers? And
1: uh, yes. Uh, Definitely, uh, this is uh, the great uh, way of staying on top of the field. But if you wait for papers, they probably take two or three years by the time the work's from the time the work's being completed to come out into in, into sort of into the into the press. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the the scientific press so to speak and so these meetings are really good and it's usually after the presentations when you you stop and have either a cup of coffee or a drink uh, with people in an informal session is when they, they talk about where they're actually at with the, with, with the research and where you, you then realize well you've got something that I could have and let's work together on that so that's when it's, it's, it's highly productive, that's where these meetings are, are tremendous and especially like a field like Alzheimer's where it's moving very fast so the major conferences are usually in the United States uh, it's so important to, to really uh, know exactly what's happening because sometimes we go up a blind alley and uh, we may be up that blind alley in Perth. Others have already found it and if we know that we can sort of uh, uh, re- straighten ourselves out and go in the right direction
0: oh, quicker. Than <laughs> invaluable, I would imagine. Exactly. Do you ever, you know, when you've, you've hooked up with somebody at a conference and discussed something really exciting, yes, yes. from there do you just sort of give each other a ring when you found something else?
1: We we do we we uh, I think email seems to be take the preference usually, so it's usually an email goes back and forth, uh, and you, like you build a new relationship basically, and and that leads on to sort of uh, pooling your expertise and applying for grants to tackle the the problem collaboratively. So that's what it, it develops. In my case, I tend to have too many of these, which has really been wonderful for us because we bring back all that uh, knowledge and expertise to Australia, particularly to Perth. Uh, to just, you know, to, to fast-track the, the work that we're currently doing.
0: And you would build up, I would imagine, over the years that you've spent in this particular field are just a fantastic network, it's like ama- a spider web. It, it's of content. amazing,
1: it's amazing. I think it's now mushrooming. You know, it starts off at one and two with mushrooms, and, and they're long-standing, uh, you know, genuine uh, relationships. So I've been to the U.S. in 1993, and I have a, a very... Uh, Long-term relationship with Professor Sam Gandhi, who is now uh, at Mount Sinai in New York, and we've put some major grants together. And, and that's just one example of many such relationships that have blossomed. And my PhD student, who has just finished here in Perth, is now going to Professor Gandhi's lab to work there as a, as a postdoctoral fellow. Uh, so that's again another mechanism where we we sort of exchange expertise and, and build that relationship even stronger.
0: And you had three days in Japan. I
1: had ten days in Japan. Ten yeah, days so in Japan. It was sponsored by the Japanese government for the promotion of science, and uh, they wanted you for ten days, no more, no less. <laughs> yeah, so you're in, but,
0: <laughs> you're in, and then you're out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was beautiful. It was very, very cold. Uh, and, but uh, for me, it was great because it was escape for from the heat for a little while. Uh, heavy snow. Uh, but the people were just wonderful, um, and uh, the, my hosts uh, at the, I was at Hokkaido University. It was in Sapporo, and uh, they were just marvelous, unbelievable. Uh, they worked very hard. They they worked till midnight most of the time, many of them, and I got caught up in that in that excitement. Uh, but they also, uh, I guess, they party hard as well, and they made sure that I had a taste of all the Japanese cuisine, which was wonderful.
0: Yes, because we know how how lazy you are over here exactly <laughs> I, I felt lazy
1: compared to them <laughs> compared to them definitely they were just unbelievable go 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 and, but it's a, yeah but uh, it, it was fun because it, i just i just enjoyed the in, in one sense there's a lot of similarities, but the young students had had that same level of motivation which is which is lovely to see.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. Rosie was talking to one of your assistants earlier on and saying, you know, we'd really like to find out what you know, an Alzheimer's scientist of you know Ralph Martin standing, you know, does to relax. And she was, <laughs> and she, well, that's what she did. She does laugh. <laughs> so was she? Uh, was she just being mean? Do you have it? Do you have any? What do you do when you when you um, back from all of this excitement to wind down?
1: Yes uh that's a good question. I, I do other work uh well uh, other work that I enjoy, <laughs> that I enjoy. I am involved with uh with, with community work uh so uh, such as St Vincent de Paul and I really enjoy that. So th- that's my <laughs> means of relaxation, but obviously I, I love spending time with my with my family. My my three girls now are young adults. And uh, I enjoy them even more now than, than before. It's just at a, a different level. So that's what I really look forward to. They uh, they come home on on the weekend, on a Friday night, and uh, we we spend great times together then. And I'm looking forward to traveling with them as as a family. Uh, so that's. Uh, that's a small so quality time, but really enjoyable, <laughs> and, and, and that's what I, I, I love to, to do. I love going for walks with my wife, and that's usually during the holidays when <laughs> we get holidays, when we get that opportunity.
0: What's the community work that you do for St Vincent de Paul? So
1: basically, um, uh, St Vincent de Paul has conferences all around uh, Perth and the
0: state. you're good at conferences, know <laughs> <then, neither.
1: laughs> and uh, but it's a hard one actually; it's quite challenging. Uh, we have about six so six volunteers at any one time, and uh, basically we go out and visit people who are in a bit of strife, people who need a bit of food, people need a bit of support in some form, uh, you know, just uh, encouragement, but mainly we take uh, sort of food to them uh, uh, whenever required and also help them with other matters uh, such as paying their bills, uh, It's uh, I find it very, very rewarding. But we find it, I find it very challenging, but it's very hard to get enough volunteers in that particular area, which is quite needy. So uh, it keeps you on your toes in a different way, uh, but uh, just so enjoyable. So we do. I do that, and I do some other related work along those lines. Where I guess I love interacting with people. Uh, I do go visiting nursing homes and meet with people there, uh, and I find that so wonderful. I find the old people just so beautiful, and many of them have so much of talent, and I feel it's such a shame. Uh, that uh, we we don't harness that and have a much more close interaction with our older people in nursing homes.
0: Great stories yeah. o- older people exactly. have exactly,
1: exactly, and so much knowledge and, and wisdom to share that it should be tapped into. Yeah, that would, you know, enrich our, our, our the rest of our community by by having those lines drawn into them
0: more so. So, tell me. Um When you've, when you've, do do your, the people you work with, do your family, your wife, do, if they ever sort of say to you, don't work so hard.
1: Don't work hard.
0: Don't work so hard. Settle down. Do you uh, need to?
1: This is a this is a thing that I think I've got to eventually start listening to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so you've heard it before, but you've paid no attention.
1: More and more people have been saying that to me, and more people close to me, just not uh, not just family people who've been supporting our research. Uh, and I try to pay attention, but the d- demand is just so great uh, to keep going. <laughs> and for some reason, I was pretty slack five years ago, but everyone thought I was very busy. <laughs> so it seems to get busier. What uh, were
0: you doing then, five years ago, when you were being slack?
1: No, well, well, you know, our, our research hadn't grown to the stage it was. Everyone thought I was we were too flat out, and we were flat out.
0: You were playing computer games, <laughs> uh,
1: probably, but no, not really. But we were, we were really, we were really going at it then. But it looks, it looks relatively mild to what we're doing now because we've just mushroomed the amount of work that's happening. And I guess that excitement keeps us going because I feel we're getting closer. We're, we're sort of we're sort of running towards the end, so to speak, uh, but we. Still have a fair way to
0: go. Oh, that is, uh, yeah. that is yeah. very exciting, <laughs> yeah. and I know it'll be exciting for all of the families in Western Australia that are affected yeah. by Alzheimer's. Yeah. And I, I think also really comforting to know that there's a man like you behind the steering wheel. Thank you very much yeah. for catching us up today, Professor. And why can't we be fantastic to talk to you again in six weeks and see um, how much closer you are to your goal?
1: Yes, most certainly, Julian. It's a pleasure talking to you. And thanks, thanks for the interest of, all, of yourself and all the people around.
0: Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Professor Ralph Martins, probably only working 10, 12 hours a day today and not round the clock like those Japanese scientists that he shared some time with his Life Journey series today. What a wonderful man.